Hey there, Heaven. Hello, Buffy. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty great. How was your snow day? It was beautiful. Wow. So, um, snow day and the rest of the world being a little bit trickier right now than <laughs> maybe we have had in the past means that this week we were not able to prepare our normal, lovely, long episode like we normally do. But I was then thinking about where would we normally be this time of year? And you know where we'd be? Las Vegas. Vegas! Um, so this time of year is the AVN Awards, which is the Adult Video Network. Um, and they have like a big convention where all the porn actors go to Vegas. And we used to get them in Palomino. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was really cool. There'd always be like big tables of... Uh, big tits. Of Yeah, porn stars. Like it was, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Big tits, big dicks. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the dicks, but it was uh, it was quite exciting. And then I was sort of just thinking and reminiscing about when you first joined me in Vegas. Oh, I mean, that was the best decision that I made in a long time because I'd been making quite a lot of terrible decisions <laughs> up until then. What was the, what um, was, give me th- your top three terrible decisions oh, no. before you came. <laughs> I don't, I think that like, I can't even say them on air. You know what? Leave it to people's imaginations. Imagine her top three worst one things. Of the, I'm just remembering yeah. one of them was oh, I did my jury duty still on acid. <laughs> And actually, I mean, I didn't get to do it because I turned up at the courthouse still tripping because the acid had lasted for, it was over 24 hours. Oh. I mean, it was a really long time. This is trip. why I don't We do double dosed, which was a terrible idea. Um, and, and I knew that I had to leave this festival and go to jury duty on Monday morning. Um, I didn't have time to have a shower, so I had a wash in the lake. <laughs> It was after uh, Wilderness. Oh, God. But it was more like a swamp. So I stunk. (laughs) It was terrible. And I turned up to the courthouse in a crop top, which I thought would be fine, but apparently not. Not You're not allowed to do jury duty with your belly button out. Oh, which is a weird rule. So it wasn't that you looked like a swamp monster. (laughs) It's like, ma'am, your belly button is out. Unfortunately. So what happened? It was the crop top thing. I think you could see my nipples through the top as well. So that didn't help my case. You think or you know? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so what happened? So you? they made me sit in a room all day, like on my own. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to leave, so, but I wasn't allowed to go onto one of the cases. Was it a cold room? I just a had to wait. Yeah, it was just like a room, like a windowless room. <laughs> and I'm still tripping on acid. I mean, the whole thing was, yeah, it was a bad day. Okay. <laughs> so you get a phone call from your lovely friend Buffy going, Vegas is amazing. <laughs> Come out here. And, you know, there wasn't a lot keeping you in, in London at the time, yeah, it sounds like. It. I think I had just, I was on the brink of breaking up with my ex-boyfriend. It had all gone terribly wrong. And I was looking for any excuse to get the fuck out of England. Fantastic. And you were like, I remember you were like, Vegas is amazing. You need to come out. And I think... I went and had a glass of wine with my friend that night and we booked tickets for, I think, the the next day or the day after. I mean, it was it took me a couple of days. So I, I had arrived in Vegas and I'd booked an Airbnb mm-hmm. and I didn't like really... a smart person. Well, kind an of. Airbnb. So this was like another disaster that just happened to me. <laughs> I, I thought I had prepared. So I had my little dog with me and all my stuff with me. And I was super, super broke and stressed. Um, so I was like, this trip's going to make it. And so I arrived at this Airbnb that I had booked as 
my own Airbnb. And the lady starts showing me around. And I suddenly realize that she is planning on staying there too. And Oh, I, yes, I yeah, remember. Yeah, she was mental. And I was yeah. like, um, I booked my own Airbnb. She's like, no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. See here, you didn't. You didn't, you didn't book your own. And the whole place smelled like, you know, that really gross, like peaches and cream, like floor cleaner so oh. like I was like literally chemical gagging thinking what the fuck is going on here and then I called I Airbnb yeah, yeah so I arrived at like midnight and I had some crazy lady saying that I was going to be her roommate now <laughs> I which <laughs> anybody <laughs> yeah anybody who knows me knows that I'd be freaking the fuck out <laughs> like you're gonna what now and then she shows me into my room my part of the house right and there was just a giant barbecue in there that she like <laughs> being haunted by barbecue yeah. so it was like me it was basically I was in her closet and I was like so I've paid like three thousand dollars to stay in a closet with a stranger um no we're not doing this so I like fled because we had a mutual friend who was in town went and stayed with her for a minute got myself my own apartment managed to rent myself an apartment and then I was just like deeply lonely I like I don't do well maybe you should have stayed with your roommate I don't think so (laughs) I think I would have killed her I wanted a friend I wanted a real friend so I tried to get hired you know I saw I I tried to get hired at a club called Crazy Horse 2, um, which one of the managers when I worked in Miami had told me about. And I just had like another experience of like, you seem a little old. (laughs) So I got another day shift (laughs) offer. Day shift only. Yeah, day shift only offer, which was (laughs) really a big bruise to my ego. So let's just point out that when they put you on the day shift it's like if you're older or or yeah, shit just like it's like you know like it's like, like fucking rude yeah. it's really <laughs> rude and I actually look really good so it was you like great I mean there was no need for the day shift there was all. really no need for the day shift it was humiliating yeah. I'm just gonna but say are you glad now that I you didn't have to work at so crazy horse too which is yeah. terrible and I actually heard that it was terrible after so you know it all worked out all the bad things worked out as good things and then I remembered the girl who told me in Miami about Palomino. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go try and work at Palomino. So Palomino is, it's a really old club. So it has been there since the 60s. Um, and it used to be where like the Rat Pack went. And so everybody who was everybody used to go there because downtown Las Vegas was Las Vegas. Now it's like this kind of cool kitsch little place uh, that's also super sketchy. Um, and then you've got the Strip. Um, but in those days, downtown Las Vegas was just Vegas. And so this was like the cool burlesque club that everybody went to. And it was in its heyday, the the spot to go. And um, then it became, I think, the spot to get shot. <laughs> I think Not so cool. Not so cool. Well, I mean, still cool in my book, but not so yeah. safe. So um, while I was sort of prepping to go there, I saw that it was in North Las Vegas. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to go to North Las Vegas. So in Vegas to get a um, a license to work, you have to go to the sheriff's office yeah. and get yourself a license. And so um, I'm just going to say going to the sheriff's office to get a license is a trip in Vegas. I bet that's pretty fun. Yeah. You I mean, see some sights. Uh, yeah, I saw somebody get arrested. Uh, <laughs> and then there was a lady who was trying to get arrested while oh, I was there. Yeah, purposefully. so she purposefully, she was right. insisting that she. <laughs> God, this is all coming back to me. She was in there insisting, shouting at the people through the, like, you know, bulletproof glass. Yeah. They're like, I want to be arrested. And everybody was kind of staring at her and looking. And then she just came up. I didn't fuck my cousin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy behind the counter was like, I have, ma'am, you know, what you do in your personal time is up to you. And then 
she was like, I've got cocaine. And he was like, all right, well, for that, I can arrest I can you. Arrest so, you. Yes. And then it was like number 306. And I, <laughs> I got to go there and they just make sure that you've never been arrested for like prostitution or solicitation yeah. because um, they check go, there's no warrants out on yeah, you. Or, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So which they don't do in Miami, which is why people are mental in Miami. Yeah, because you yeah. don't need any references. No. Um, so I went and got my little sheriff's card in northern Las Vegas. And then I got to the club and it was like if David Lynch and John Waters decided that they were going to create a strip club, this would be it. Yes. And it was just amazing. And it was just all the things that we value in mm-hmm. strip clubs. And I was just yeah. remember going through the door. So I was like, oh, my God, heaven has to come here. Mm-hmm. I have to get heaven in here. And so it was just like, you know, neon lights and just really tacky. You could choose your own music. All the women who worked there had like amazing costumes. I mean, not all of them amazing. Some of them really trashy. But, <laughs> but that's great. But that's and amazing, great and amazing. In its own way. <laughs> exactly. And um, it just had this like instantaneous, really friendly vibe about yeah. it. All the security are... An individual. Yeah. Like you can literally just be yourself. Like, there's no carbon copies of, no. you know, dancers. They were all, like, really cool individual women and just everybody doing their own thing. So I literally texted you from yeah. the change room. Mm-hmm. I was like, you need to come out to Vegas right now. <laughs> um, and I found the owner, who was quite a special lad who we'll get to in a minute. And um, I was like, can my cousin come and work here? Like, could you just do me a solid and let her work here? And he was like, yeah, no problem. So you came out. Yeah. And we went in. And talk me through your feelings of like when you walked into this club. What did you think about it? I mean, I loved it straight away as well. I think they were playing like some classic rock. And I was like, well, that's straight up my uh, street. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's just got a real sort of like it's got so much character, which for a strip club is really hard. You know, a lot of these strip clubs lack character. They don't have any kind of like as, as a club, as a venue, they don't have a personality. Yeah, this really does. You know, um, and all the staff that work there are lovely. The girls were really cool. I was introduced to the owner straight away, who was a little questionable. So he's um, he's, a, <laughs> he's he's a big guy. Yep, a big 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 guy. Yeah, and he didn't was... you compare him to a manatee? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> if a manatee was a human, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If a manatee owned a strip club. <laughs> so, yeah, he did have something. And he kept exotic wildlife. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, a super strange man. I mean, he had a bit of a, a crush on me, should we say. He was and, obsessed. Yeah. Slight crush. Um, he thought that maybe we were going to hook up. Maybe we we're going to get together. I didn't really like try very hard. I know to dissuade you. Kind that. of landed me in it. He sent some really interesting text messages to you about me, and you left it very elusive. I wanted you to get the job. I wanted you to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we never had to have sex with a manatee. So it was no, fine. no, no, no. But he he did try and impress me. On our first ever meeting, do you remember? He like got a bottle of water and he like opened up his gullet. He threw his head back. Like a seagull. Opened up his gullet. Like and chugged the bottle of water. No, 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 he didn't chug it. He just opened up his throat and just poured it. it down. And I've never seen anyone not gulp. He also kept eye contact with you like the whole time. <laughs> like, imagine a manatee. If like a, a woman did that, I'd be like, okay, cool. So you get some solid like blow. You could take, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big cock down the throat. But what is the but what equivalent? Was the, what was he trying to get at? <laughs> I, 
you could squirt down my throat. I don't know. It was just very strange. But yeah, it was it was pretty disgusting as well. I've never seen anyone do that. It was a, um, a very big awkward sign. After it was like, so you can swallow lots. He was also wearing like a floor length cape leather jacket thing <laughs> like with some like embroidery. It's really interesting. So yeah, he he emptied his water bottle down his gullet and then he stood up and sort of like swooped his coat around him like Batman. <laughs> and then and like, he was off into yeah, the night. Welcome to the club. <laughs> um, I think he used to be like a pro wrestler or something. Yeah, um, it was very wrestler. Like Yeah. Yeah. The you whole know, thing was... You know they like walk onto the stage and they yeah. like have their like big moment? It's acting, isn't it? It's like this character and... So yeah, yeah. so that's the owner. Then you've got all the security staff are all Hawaiian. Um, so they are like, well, not all, but most of them were. And they're like just big, friendly, cool. Lovely guys. Yeah. Just yeah. cool, cool guys that you definitely wouldn't fuck with. So you just like instantly felt super, safe. super safe. Yeah. Really safe, but like very nice as well. Like they just, they had the girl's best interests at heart, which I think was really sweet. It was lovely. And yeah. family feels. It was family that feels. That was the vibe that I got when I first walked in. And we made so much money there. We made so much money and we just had a really nice time. It was it was the best. Yeah. Vegas was absolutely our most favorite place I think we yeah. ever worked and it definitely I felt like well so I remember going up to like the head uh, security and one of the managers and he was probably what like six foot eight um, so I mean I'm six three in my heels and he was way, way taller than me yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he looked terrifying but he was actually really really nice and I was like I feel like this is my reward in stripping like I found the magic strip club that I make all the money in and I can dress how I want and I can dance to what I want and it's all amazing I just wish I'd found it 10 years ago and he was like yeah no you don't uh, you did. there was a lot of gunfights and we had lawn furniture and sawdust on the ground and all the <laughs> women were like missing something <laughs> missing something <laughs> a limb a tooth <laughs> something else maybe uh, a breast I don't know so um yeah so I guess we found it at the right time yeah because it was either the Rat Pack heyday or when we went there because yeah. I think anything before that or in between that was um death I mean when yeah. you also like so when you drove up to Palomino um you were driving through Tent City yeah um in North Las Vegas it is terrifying yeah and there was like a weird little like rape cottage on the way there as well oh my god that was so creepy and sometimes the lights were on inside yeah i don't know what and was sometimes going on there. So I didn't know it wasn't good it was very close to this taco truck that was supposed <gasps> to do the best tacos we were too scared to get out of the car and every time we went past we were like maybe tonight's the night <laughs> tonight's the <laughs> night I mean, taco or death? Death, death or taco? <laughs> death by taco? I mean, yeah. So uh, we ended up never getting tacos, but apparently they were amazing. I was a little bit too frightened. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I was definitely a bit frightened of the taco grape truck. But um, it was just, it was a magical, amazing place. And we would be there. We would be right there right now, now doing know. all of our things. So we just thought we would do a little placeholder today. We're going to do you guys a... nostalgic a, chat. A yeah. nostalgic chat. We're going to do you guys a proper episode next week, which is going to cover client types, city boys. Yeah. Which um, we have some amazing stories Untold for you. Untold amounts uh, things so, to say about city boys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. They're the the biggest clientele in London, yeah, I would they say. They are. Yeah. Um, Especially where we worked. So we have always worked in clubs in the East, and that is right next to the city. So, yeah. East London, eat yeah. your heart out. So we will uh, leave you for now 
with our little baby episode and um, our snow day episode. See you later, Evan. See you later, Buffy. Ciao. Thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't already, we would really appreciate you hitting that subscribe button and leaving us a positive review. All show notes and social media links can be found on our website, www.strippersintheattic.com. This episode was brought to you by House of Vixen, produced by Stephen Armstrong. Editing and post-production by Adam Grigg. Original music by Myron Cohen and Hart McNee. And our artwork was brought to you by Ben Prescott. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'm Buffy. And I'm Heaven. And together we are... Strippers in the Attic. <laughs>